He spins one hell of a yarn. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Where Has All the Cake Gone? by Andrew Sanders, illustrated by Aisha Awad, published by Macmillan Children's Books. Where is all the cake gone? Drops in on a father trying to get to the bottom of where a missing cake is. And he asks his son, named Albert, if he did it. The boy gives us one hell of an alibi. Will it all check out? Or will this boy incriminate himself and have his DNA all over the evidence? Well, I hope you weren't expecting dessert. Grab your books if you got them, and let's get cooking. We begin on a father asking his son, Albert, the title of the book. And the boy immediately states, quote, I don't know. End quote. Checks out to me. He doesn't know. Must have been someone else. Book over. Let's wrap this up and go home. But unfortunately, we can't. The dad presses Albert, asking him if he consumed it. But Albert denies it. So now, story over. But nope. The dad continues to press. Albert accidentally places himself in the kitchen at the time where the cake was. This boy doesn't know when to keep his mouth shut. He said it wasn't him. That should have sufficed. But the boy does the exact opposite. He blabs to his dad that a group of rogue penguins somehow snuck their way into the kitchen and abducted him, leaving no trace. Well, that's scary because they definitely wouldn't have left any fingerprints behind. Oh, how did the penguins subdue Albert, you ask? Well, they overpowered him with sheer numbers, and then put him in a massive glass jar full of jam. They must have gone to Costco first. I have never seen a jar so big. But at least we have our first clue. They went past buttering his bread, and straight to spreading the jam. Oh no, where is Liam Neeson when you need him? This is like the forgotten script of Taken 4. These penguins decide they're going to take Albert clear out of the country via a train. And they take him all the way to France. Poor guy. He's in for a long one. The French are assholes. And if you're wondering, yes, I still do call my French fries freedom fries. Because we don't wave no white flags over here. Well, at least we didn't in the past. Albert stumbles over some of the details, and you know, this story was hard to buy from the get-go, but the misremembering of facts all but gives it away. We've read some crazy reads, but this one takes the cake. No pun intended. After a world tour with the penguins, Albert and the penguins end up hiking up a mountain in the French Alps. For what reason? Don't ask me. It's not my story. None of this adds up. There are even kangaroos on the mountain. Quote, I don't think this is true, Albert. Kangaroos do not live on French mountaintops. These ones were on holiday. End quote. Australians do love their holidays. Maybe they're not actually kangaroos. And this boy has just come up with some new derogatory name for Australians. Good day, Mike. We're looking to throw another shrimp on the bobby. Hey, my friends from down under. Got just the spot for you. Oh, right? 
There's an Outback Steakhouse just down the street. Thanks, mate. Fucking kangaroos. Kangaroos? Yeah, because they're all so happy bouncing around, and they have those money belts like we're going to steal their money. Who wants an Aussie dollar? It's like half as much as the normal dollar. Oh. So sad that he needs to disparage an entire country like that. But we must move on and get to the bottom of this missing cake. The boy doesn't know when to quit while he's ahead. Though, in this case, he's already behind. He gives far too many details about the winter abduction. Because now it seems the boy has turned this story into Queen Latifah's last holiday. And this boy cements his hatred for kangaroos. Because now he tells his dad he broke out of his jar to roll a massive snowball at him, knocking all the kangaroos off the mountain. If you're looking for a few missing kangaroos, I think we have an idea of where to start looking. But one has to ask, why would he get rid of the very animals who could save him from the penguin syndicate? This boy has some Stockholm Syndrome. Finally, the penguins bring the boy back. Why? Probably because they didn't want to be associated with a kangaroo killer. And when they got back, Albert says the penguins saw the cake and were like, I've got a sweet tooth. Slice me off a little piece. And as it always does, it turned into them devouring the whole thing. And that right there destroyed his entire alibi. What happened to not knowing? He just outed himself as a liar. Should have just stuck with his original statement. It's much less to remember than this mess. Not to mention, did we buy any of this crap he was shoveling? Well, besides the fact that he's a bigot towards Aussies. Albert then explains that he tried to stop his captors, and that's why the cake got everywhere, including into his hair. That's the real question of this book. How the hell does cake get into your hair? What did he do? Swan dive into it? Dad isn't upset at any of this. If he's buying it, you would think he'd be distraught that a group of penguins can take his boy without a trace. And if he's not buying it, shouldn't he be upset that his son is lying directly to his face? And if not that, just the mere fact that he's a terrible liar. How dumb does he think his dad is? Actually, he would know better than us. And the boy wraps up his yarn by proclaiming he shooed the penguins off. If he could do that, how did they take him in the first place? So what does dad do to his son for serving up this story riddled with holes? Why, he lets his son bake another cake with him. Wow. It's all so clear now. This dad is twisted. He's playing the long game and is going to kill his son with type 2 diabetes. Now that's sick. What did we learn from this frustratingly ignorant explanation of a missing cake? It's clear. If you're going to lie, make it broad and generalized. Then keep your mouth shut and stick to it. If this boy stuck with, I don't know, he wouldn't have incriminated himself. Instead, he insulted everyone with this long, drawn-out story. It was just shocking, though, how terrible the parenting was. How do you get rewarded for it? I would hate to be his teacher. Um, Albert had some trouble in the bathroom today, and then lied about it. My Albert? He's no liar. Go ahead, Albert. Tell your dad what you said. An elephant came and took me to the West Indies, and then covered me in chocolate syrup. Well, that's what he said? Then I believe it. He smells like shit.
What do I think of Andrew's work? Well, it was too absurd to be fun. And the way the dad reacted was the most frustrating thing about the story. So now there aren't any repercussions for lying? That's a hell of a message. I guess that's why today's generations are so soft. As for Aisha's illustrations, they were fairly generic. They did portray the chaos this kid was spinning rather well though, which was about the only thing that was entertaining. If you're tired of being lied to, whether it's by the media or in books you read, certainly don't pick this one up. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 2.1. I'll have a taste, push it around to make it look like I ate it, but as soon as I can't get a straight answer for what's in it, I'm leaving. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.